Hey guys, welcome to the Unleash podcast brought to you by Hidden Gen, where we talk about how to unleash your hidden potential. I'm your host, Yuri Diorgens, and we have a great episode for you today featuring Aaron Waddell. Thank you for being here today, Aaron. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Before we jump into today's topics, we would like to invite you to subscribe to this podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Also, you can always find this podcast in our website, hiddengen.net. And if you live in the area and you have not visited Hidden Gen yet, make sure to visit our website, hiddengen.net, and grab a free trial pass. Again, hiddengen.net. Aero, my friend, uh, good to see you again. Um, thanks for, for joining us today in the show. We have uh, some really cool topics to talk about, things that I know that you dominate because you've been doing this for a long time. So I would like to jump in today and, and start talking about body analytics, right? Um, tell me, tell our audience more about what it is, body analytics, uh, what is the main difference between doing this type of uh, uh, fat testing uh, body fat percentage rather than doing with machines and other things and why is more accurate okay um like you said uh, body analytics uh, started back in 2011 uh down in austin and then uh really kind of uh, uh was something that i had picked up when i was in california northern california and uh, uh you know started right you know during the during the uh, kind of the CrossFit, the very beginning, or you know, it, the CrossFit had just started to to get going. So I really got in it at a right time when a lot of a lot of uh, businesses, uh, smaller businesses like CrossFit, were really into data and information and the paleo and, and everything. Just started to you know was 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 changing the industry, and so um, started body analytics, um, underwater hydrostatic mobile. Uh, in a mobile setting, which was the first of its kind, really, uh, to actually have uh, uh, trucks with tanks of water in them and mm -hmm. scales, and to be able to just make it affordable um, and convenient and, and easy, just because I was able to pull up to these gyms and 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 test their people right on site. <clears throat> That being said, um, why I got into it, uh, I, be I became a believer, really. Just, you know, I'd heard about underwater testing just growing up, and um, really it was, it was kind of, you know, it, it's considered the gold standard. Some would argue other methods may be, but uh, when, when it comes down to it, if you look at, if you look at hydrostatic weighing, it is the only method really that um, weighs anything. Um, if you get in a tank of water and your the, the density of water and the temperature and uh, everything being consistent uh, will always be that consistency. So if you keep the water, it's not salt water, it's just regular tap water at a certain temperature, then you know the human body is pretty consistent as well when you consider lean mass, um, in organs, muscle, tissue, uh, fat, subcutaneous fat, visceral fat, and then air and water, um, <clears throat> you can you can actually 
separate all of those by by being in water and and taking out certain variables like air um, when you when you go into the water itself and you submerge yourself you can um, uh, more or less the buoyancy of, of how much you weigh underwater when you take the air out uh, gives us a really good understanding of how much lean mass you have because we're weighing it by you going down the fat is kind of pulling you up it weighs a certain amount and then we now uh, have come up with a way to uh, assume that anything that's not measurable underwater would be water which is how much water you're carrying which is a big factor that a lot of people haven't really uh, taken into consideration it's really hard to to measure water but we're able to do that now and we can separate the three um uh, so and, and, and this is considered the most accurate test when even when we compare to those other that we do in the machine holding those things uh and <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's there always a discrepancy uh between those right well every and and, and, I, and i'll be the first to say every method has its degree of of uh, error mm -hmm. nothing's going to be a hundred percent unless you go get an autopsy <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're not you know at, at the end of the day what we want to do is to be as consistent and as accurate as possible under try to be under the same conditions that being said you've got you've got methods that will you know like bioelectric impedance that you know you get on a scale and it shoots a signal through you and then it comes back and it, there's a lot of variables to that that come into play with that that you just can't control as well so you know i I'm not putting it down or anything like that everybody you know has their methods uh but is it going to be the same as hydro probably not this hydro you know when you when you're doing it you want to be apples to apples not apples to oranges so you know you've got different methods i've also incorporated the fit 3d which is which is a scanner but um yeah we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about that later on but uh, the, the hydro is uh, is something that i would like to to start it with first because uh it's is already well known established you've as you said you've been doing this for uh, quite some time and uh you you have a very loyal uh clientele and um you visit many gyms people appreciate the work you do one of the things that um, I always want to ask you this, uh, what is your take on, on the accuracy, the hydro and the caliper? Because the caliper is, is also very accurate, right? Because you are literally measuring uh, the body fat there with the caliper. So, you know, well, the difference between hydrostatic and let's, let's use calipers, for example, is that you can't pinch subcutaneous or uh, uh, visceral fat so you can pitch subcutaneous fat what's on the outside but there's no way to know how much is on the inside and by the organs and everything else so those can there can be a degree of error if you were to put calipers and hydro side by side mm. whether or not you come up with something that's close or you come up with something that's 10 percent difference um depends on the person doing the testing and and how yeah. it's done and and 
so you know if it's done under the same conditions you know uh, it, it it could be something where it's still creating a baseline whether you know whether you're using hydro or calipers you still want to create some form of starting point mm -hmm. so the difference in the in the two you know i really don't i couldn't tell you hey it's five percent or you know eight percent difference because it varies so much and i have people come in my truck with different methods and they go hey i just i just went and got a, a scan a dexa scan or i just got uh, somebody just tested me on this and a lot of times they use the hydro to to gauge what they're with what they're maybe they're using a, a device at home they go okay well consistently every time i use my device at home or i get my caliper test done from so and so um it's eight percent difference so yeah. they, then they use that and they go okay well we know it's eight percent every time every time i come and get hydro tested it's a difference so they just kind of use they they will use the hydrostatic as a as a means to gauge the accuracy which they're using if they're unable to do the hydro and they've just got something more convenient uh, at, at their home or at their local gym or or whatever. But as it, usually when you use those uh, methods like uh, that little scale that you can purchase and you have at home very uh, easy to do. They usually give you more than you have. I've noticed that because I remember that I've done a hydro with you in the past and my scale was, was way higher than the hydro. And uh, that's the part that bothers me because those uh, portable devices that measure, they are really off. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and that I think a lot of it has to do with hydration of those scales. And then, they, and then they're just using equations, you know. They're, they're, they're using a lot of the BMI method um, <clears throat> which we know is, is completely inaccurate, but uh, you know what what type of equation they're using and assumptions they're they're bringing into play. Uh, who, who knows? I, I, I don't know their, their uh, uh, what they use, but I do know that in most cases, the 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 water aspect of that, whether it's bioelectric impedance or the scales that use some type of signaling. Um, Will always you have they'll put that water in with that lean mass and they'll put the water into the fat and it makes those numbers larger than they really are because of the water aspect and over half your body weight is water if you don't have a way to separate the water then it has to be put somewhere so they put that water back into the fat and then into the lean mass and the muscle and the glycogen and it makes those numbers a lot bigger yep yep so now sure. you brought up the the 3D scans, right? Um, so explain to me the rationale behind offering the 3D scan since you already have the hydro and the hydro seems to be a really good method. So why why did you come up with the idea of bringing the 3D as well? Well, COVID came up with that. <laughs> oh really? Oh, I want to know COVID, more about that. COVID, COVID uh, uh, you know, kind of. You know, as it did the gym industry and the health industry, COVID really set uh, set us back uh, a little ways because of the aspect of getting in and out of water behind somebody. Um, uh, social COVID distance. Really, yeah. you know, it it kind of it 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 wasn't at the time like with every other gym uh, or wellness center. You know, COVID did play a, a big role in 
in in a mind shift and in, in 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 a way that you you had to be very creative and so i i had been looking at the fit 3d for a while and waiting for the technology to kind of get there and somebody uh, i i i found somebody online who was selling one and it was brand new and i got it at a really good price <laughs> and and i started using it and i started offering it to gyms in a mobile setting and then renting it out to gyms so they didn't have to pay nine thousand dollars for a for a machine i already went and did all that and i'm just going to gyms now and i'm and i'm letting them use it for x amount of days they pay me and then they make money off of it so it's really kind of a win-win situation with the fit 3d is that i don't even have to be there i don't have to man it i don't have to have employees which we know nowadays is kind of hard to even even do but um what I saw with the Fit 3D is the kind of the same thing uh, that you said earlier when it came to doing um, uh, body fat percentages, it was a little bit higher. But what I really tried to focus people on with the Fit 3D was the other data that, that it brought with it, which was the, uh, the, the measurements, the, uh, you know, the circumference measurements that, it, that, that are really, really accurate is surprisingly uh, the waist, the hip, thigh, calf, forearm, chest, arm, uh, and then the visual aspect of, of getting that data with the posture exam, uh, and then all the other little details that Fit 3D or uh, has in their in their uh, on their website, and together with the hydro, getting the body fat percentage and the resting metabolic rate, and then using the Fit 3D setting it up at these gyms while I'm doing the hydro, it gives them an opportunity to not only see data in numbers on a paper, but see data and see their their body in a 3D image, in a 360 degree image that's infrared and, and black and white, uh, that's highly detailed. So um, sometimes you need that little uh, kick in the butt and seeing things in a, in a different in a different way that really kind of you know either you look a hell of a lot better than you thought or you look a heck of a lot worse you should be able to use it in a positive manner to just light that fire to get back into the gym and 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 dig a little bit deeper so so you know, the, your, is your experience is that people are actually doing both hydro and 3d yeah absolutely yeah people are people are using both and they're taking the you know and i and i'm explaining to them hey you're going to see a number on the hydro it's going to be this you're going to see a number in the body fat percentage on the fit 3d they're not going to be apples to oranges but what i want you to look at really are the their circumference measurements if you're wanting to just do one or the other and you want to stick with it and you want to say hey i don't want to get into water I don't like being in water. I'm afraid of whatever. And then, then I've it's created another option where they go, hey, you know, consistently it's, you know, four or five percent higher. Um, the the Fit 3D. So when 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 I tell people that, I'm like, hey, it's it's not going to be 100% accurate or the same as hydro. But if you're going to do it, do it under the same conditions. You know, if you're doing it in the morning, if you're doing it on an empty stomach, if you're doing it at a certain time of the day or whatever, let's try to keep everything as as consistent as possible 
So when you do come back, you're doing it under the same variables mm -hmm. over and over and over again because we know that the water and you, you, you can bloat up in the middle in the day, you eat something, it can make you retain water. And so um, it's always good to do, do these types of tests uh, at the same time. And, and you mentioned in the beginning something very important, which is the baseline. The other thing about the baseline that you create is try to be consistent also on the method. So if you stick with uh, uh, water, do all your baselines using water, right? Don't do water the first and then 3D on the other one and then water again, you know, do you yeah. agree with that? Absolutely, yeah. If you're, and, and I'll be the first one to tell you, like, hey, if you're, if you've got a method you're using and if it's not hydro, stick with the one you're using if you're, if it's the one that you're going to be able to use over and over and over again, or if you've done the hydro and you've calibrated your machine and you know consistently that it's four or five percent off, then by all means, you know, use the one you're using, but use it consistently. You can't, there's no way to go from one to another and think that your numbers are going to be the same. It ends up creating confusion if, if you did hydro and then you went and then, like I see this, you know, I've, we've tested probably we've done over 60,000 tests in the last 10 years. So I've got, I've got more data than probably any university or hospital study that could ever have. I've seen so many things, but when you, when you get people who come in, a lot of my customers are just frustrated because they've used other methods and they, they kick butt for eight weeks on some, on another machine that they used or some other method. And it totally, flipped you know mm. oh man i lost i lost 15 pounds and it said i lost all muscle and I, and I my you know my body fat went up when they get in the tank it's the exact opposite so a lot of a lot of times people come to us because they're they're just frustrated with other devices that maybe their gym is is using so whether they're using the hydro and then somebody goes and they and they go try another method i've always seen that they seem to come back because they they like the consistency and i can see people's data from four five six years and it's always it just lines up and you can tell that if somebody weighed you know 175 pounds six years ago and then they fell off and they gained the weight and then they got back to 175 you can see that the lean mass and the fat kind of almost line up at that number. It's kind of cool to see how people's bodies um, kind of gravitate to a certain weight, but the lean mass and the fat and the water generally gravitate to those same numbers as well. Um, and, and everybody has that 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 uh, uh, that number that they that they're shooting for where they feel good at. You know, and what we try mm -hmm. to do is just kind of validate. Um, what they already kind of know in their mind like hey i feel really good at 200 pounds but they're 225 and then we go yeah you're right 200 is is the number that you need to be at so you know when you're when when they come to us I, what i try to do is i try to fill them out and, and, and in their mind they're telling me what, what number they like to be at and then when i see the data 
after they've done the test, it kind of it kind of reinforces, hey, you're you're exactly right. Yeah. Or hey, maybe you're, you know, your doctor told you you need to be 175 pounds, and you really only need to be 200. That they were using the BMI and like, you know, they're they're using other methods that would mm-hmm. require them to lose muscle, and so they're shooting for a <clears throat> they're shooting for a number on a scale which can be counterproductive if you're gaining muscle and you don't want to lose muscle, which should be the goal, yeah. uh, not losing muscle. But they're, they're just trying to lose weight, and then they come back and they find out, well, I lost weight. Well, great, you lost 10 pounds of muscle and only 5 pounds of fat. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing it wrong, you know. Yeah. And so uh, it's not all about just about a number. It's about what – It's about the body composition. <laughs> It's a body composition. What's underneath the fat? What what do you have going on? You got bones. You've got other things that that are that are causing the weight to go up and down. You've got water. Uh, the water aspect is is huge. And we just were able to come up with a way to measure that in the last year or so. And and it kind of changed the way I even looked at um, uh, uh, the body composition because it kind of threw me it kind of shocked me when i started pulling the water out of the muscle and the fat and just wow the numbers are a lot are a lot lower the lean mass numbers and the fat numbers are a lot lower and what i found out was on on average if you you know for men it's generally like one to one so like if you if if a, if, if i tell somebody hey uh, tell a male you need to lose five pounds of fat, but it's not five pounds total on the scale because five pounds of fat really is equal to about 10 pounds because there's there's a pound of water loss for every pound of fat loss. Mm-hmm. So it's really 10 pounds. But before, it would I would have just told him 10 pounds, but by default, that water's falling off with... Uh, with the fat loss. So women, it's about two to one, or, or for every two pounds, it's one pound of water, or one pound, a half pound of water. Interesting. And and, and uh, what about frequency, Aaron? How do you approach uh, the frequency? And you, how, what's your advice? How, uh, what is the frequency that ones should be doing those tests? Well, you know, I tell people really, you know, there really isn't, you know, I have people who come to me every month. I have people who come to me every 90 days, six months, twice a year. I think it all comes down to what you're shooting for and what you're trying to find out. You know, if you're on some type of program and you're like, okay, look, I've been doing this for four weeks now. I know something's changing, but my scale at home is showing nothing. But I know that my clothes fit differently and I know something's happening or man, I've been doing everything and I, and I feel like something's going on. Let's find out. Okay. Let's, let's stop the bleeding. Let's, 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 let's get you underwater again. Even if it's four weeks, if it's eight weeks, 90 days, I generally go back to gyms every 90 days because it gives people enough time to kind of see, you know, to get on a program, fall off, get back on. Mm-hmm. Um, but 90 days is generally a good amount of time where people can see some changes and if they want to find me somewhere else and they and they they want to make sure that that they're heading in the right direction the last thing you want to do is to 
go 90 days or go, you know, you're trying to, you're, you're in a show or you're trying to do something that requires you to lose a certain amount of fat, get there and all of a sudden you've been burning too many calories and we find out you've, you've lost the weight, but it was, it was muscle or whatever. So you want to stop the bleeding before that. You want to change your program, increase your calories or decrease your output or whatever it may be to, 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 to turn that around so you're not tapping into muscle. Right. Uh, you uh, touched a good point about people that are adverse to, to try to do those tests on the water. Now, on the 3D, how it works is, is really a scan device. Like, is, what type of device do you have to be in front of the device, just on your underwear? How is that how it works? So the, there's a couple of different types. I think, uh, you know, there's the Fit 3D uh, and it, and then there's another company. Uh, but um, the Fit 3D scanner that I have has a tower and it's easily port, it's portable. I can move it in and out, but it's uh, you stand on a, you stand on a turntable um, and, and it's got infrared cameras, uh, high definition infrared cameras on it. And, you kind of want to show as much as you can, as, you know, depending on where it is and if there's enough privacy. You don't want to, there's no need to go naked on it. You'd want to be in something tight. The tighter, the better. If you are in a female, you're in, you're in um, a sports bra and some tights, or you're a man, you're just in, you know, shirt off, and all you have is just shorts on or your underwear or whatever it may be. Um, you want to be able to see as much as possible just because of the visual aspect of, of the 3D and the infrared. Uh, they're high-definition cameras, almost the type, they don't, it doesn't see through you. It's not like the DEXA or anything like that. It's, it's something you'd see almost like at an airport, but it's not showing everything. But, it, you know, if you, if you were, it, it, it would show up. I mean, everything that you, that's on your body shows up on this, on this infrared uh, 3D image that's you can toggle it back and forth and make yourself go around in circles on it but um, it, it's it's very simple really and it's uh, you know it's something that, that that can be used where you can put somebody in a room they can follow the instructions on the screen and then they walk out and they leave and it's it's non-invasive how long it takes it's it, it takes you know I give people 10 minutes to go in create an account get on it do the circle i mean but you know you, you know they're doing they're, they're going to go around one time on this machine um on this turntable it takes about 30 seconds so really the whole process is less than a minute um other than creating the account once you have the account set up you just go in put your username password get on the machine you go around one time you're off and and then in about five minutes, you get a report through your email. So, and I'm assuming um, that this account that you create will also allow you to have access to the, the report online. Yeah. So with the with the Fit 3D, you can you create the account either on their website or through uh, through uh, us, which is connected to their website. So either way, when you create an account, either before you come in. Or you create the account when you're when you're with us, uh, you can always go back to. It. I think they have a mobile app as well. Um, what's cool about it is that is that they line up in your history side by side, so you can actually see your image um, 
you know, right beside each other. So that that kind of that visual image, and you're seeing people's numbers, even like a five pound difference. I've seen people who look like they were carrying a baby, <laughs> or you know, like they had they had something going on in their yeah. gut. And even a five even a five pound loss totally sucked it in and made a huge difference. And for people for for people who are having a hard time, man, just seeing that visual and knowing that just a five pound loss can make that big of a yeah. difference visually, it can spark them to keep going because we know we know that a lot of people um, uh, uh, give up too mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, you know. They, just don't have they they want the 30 day they 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 want to lose the 30 pounds in 30 days and keep it off and blah 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 and we know that's just not realistic yeah. now to to wrap up uh, uh aaron what are the advice that you give uh, as far as preparation for the test is it better to do fasting do i have to drink tons of water before is it okay if i go uh, and I eat, uh, let's, let's say, at noon and then go do the test at 3 p.m.? What, what's your, your general advice on that? I try to tell people to, if, if you, if, to, keep the num- to keep those numbers down, you know, to keep the water aspect down, to keep the, to keep the, the overall weight before you get in and on the scale, especially if you're getting on the Fit 3D. You don't want to go eat. You don't want to go eat something that's going to make you kind of swell up in your belly area or, or whatever. So two to three hours uh, fasting would be ideal. Mm. Uh, you know, if you have a snack, if you have a energy bar, for, if you do drink water, it's not going to affect it. But, you know, don't go, don't go to the buffet uh, before you come in. You know, don't drink a half gallon of water. Uh, that's four extra pounds or more. Uh, uh, that you're just adding, you know, underwater, it's not that big of a difference, but, um, you know, like I said, we, we, we want to make things to where, you know, you know, on a consistent basis that you've done it before. You don't want to come in on an empty stomach at 7 AM and say, Hey, I fasted all night, let's test. And then the next time you come in and it's six o'clock in the afternoon, you've eaten three times. There's, that's not, they're being inconsistent with, with, the way that you're getting tested oh, yeah. even the, even the conditions for each test you recommend to be very similar that's very important too yeah i think that that if you can keep if you can keep all the variables the same even the water temperature we try to keep we try to keep it the same if it goes up or down it can change and, it, and our and our formulas change a little bit with that but um there's some things we just that are just assumed and with any method you've, you've got to be able to to take out as many variables as possible and only be able to measure what what you see and what's measurable and, and what you can control uh, you know underwater you can't control if somebody ate a bean burrito or something you know all of a sudden they're gassy on the inside I, I have no way to know what what that's going to show up as so you'd want to not come in if you were going to eat something that was going to make you real gassy. So that would be the only difference. All right, Aaron, this was very enlightening. Uh, I really appreciate your time. I think uh, it gave you a lot of uh, insights about both tests and give options to people to decide which one will do or even do both. So that that was a great uh, conversation. Thank you very much for your time. 
Hey, thank you, sir. Appreciate All right. you. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for joining another podcast. And stay tuned. We have much more to come. Thank you.